With 2,023,663 cases worldwide, the coronavirus has grinded the world to a halt. Countries have gone into lockdown as the nurses and doctors of the NHS and other medical organisations battle hard to halt the spread of the virus and hopefully cure us before it's too late. We are currently in the middle of unprecedented times with only a small glimmer of hope. No one is safe, not even the Prime Minister, and possibly your cat. Could this be the end of the human race as we know it? Have we finally pushed the Earth to its limits? Do not trust anyone. Be afraid. Run, flee, panic, whatever you do, do not remain calm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. That's enough of that bollocks. So, hello guys. You're in for a little treat today. I'm recording a special mini episode all by myself. So it's just us. God, aren't you lucky? I mean, obviously, but don't answer that. So I've got some news for you, and it might come as a bit of a shock to some of you, as the media haven't really been covering this, but there's a virus going around at the moment. It's quite serious. I know. (laughs) Since when, right? Well, that depends on what conspiracy theory you believe. I thought I'd do something a bit different today, seeing as everyone's in the same boat, and we're all probably fed up with hearing about the death and sadness in the news. Which, if you're wondering... Those little statements I was doing at the start, with the epic music in the background, they are exaggerated statements of exactly what the media is trying to portray lately. Um, I don't know whether it's just me, or you guys have been noticing that too, but it's just a load of shit on the news lately, and it's getting a bit annoying. So instead, I want to address some of the more positive things that are happening around the world. So I'm pretty much going to just jump straight into it, to be honest, because I've got a few things here that I want to talk about. Some positive stories that I found on the internet. Um, I've got a few things that I want to talk about to start with that I've noticed personally around on my journeys. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm on about. But yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll just address a few things that I've noticed personally myself. So obviously... As you all know, I live in the UK, and our main medical uh, organisation is called the NHS. And they're doing a bang-up job at looking after people at the moment. They're putting themselves at risk every single day. They are performing above and beyond the call of duty. And I think that they deserve the biggest pat on the back that we can give them. And... A substantial pay rise would be nice, <coughs> Boris Johnson, but we all know that won't happen, but, you know, here's hoping. Um, so one thing I've noticed that people are doing now is going out into the street and they're clapping for the NHS, which is a nice gesture, I suppose, better than nothing. More recently, however, they've been launching fireworks up into the air, which is a nice touch. My cat doesn't think so, but... Uh, He's a miserable sod, so yeah. 
So I've noticed that a lot of people are showing a lot more appreciation for people that are out doing these sort of jobs that are dangerous and um, risky for their own personal health, as they rightly should. I don't think that the NHS has given enough respect anyway. So any sort of gratitude shown towards them is is good in my view because it's 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 something that's been a long time coming and it's just a shame that something as as bad as the coronavirus has been the thing that has brought out the uh, thankfulness in people and the appreciation another thing i've noticed is that the retail industries have started to get back on their feet again after a short time of being well swamped i think is probably the right word to use there after people were being complete and utter fucking morons, quite honestly, going off and panic buying and bulk buying all these things, such as toilet rolls. I don't know what the bloody hell thing. Uh, I mean, what the fuck? Toilet rolls. I mean, I understand hand sanitizer, maybe not in quite so much quantity, but, you know, that makes some sort of sense. But we do know that coronavirus doesn't make you shit, right? That is something that was made pretty clear but anyway so the retail industries have started getting back on their feet and uh, my brother works in one of the local shops around here and he's been kind enough to give us food and deliver food to our house which is a great help so I want to thank him personally so thanks my brother I won't name you but um, thank you to you but yeah no he deserves a big thank you as does everybody that is working in the retail industry such as uh, the shop that he works in and others obviously are not being discriminative so thank you to all those people that are putting their health at risk day in day out when they could easily just refuse to go in and say you know oh I'm self-isolating or whatever but they're not so fair play you're doing something that I can't do because I'm a gardener and my job is not classed as essential, which I'm kind of thankful for in a way because I get to stay home and I get to um, spend some time with the family and reconnect in a way, I suppose. We're spending more time together now than we have in, well, ages, to be fair, which is nice. And I recommend everybody to, you know, reconnect with family and treasure this time because hopefully we won't have a time like this again so you know be thankful whilst it's here with all the horrible stuff that's going on you've got to try and find a silver lining in all of this and the best thing for me is that I'm getting to make up on time that I haven't spent with family because I've been at work or whatever so I get to spend time now another thing that I've noticed uh, I go out on runs fairly regularly um, for the last couple of weeks um, and I've noticed I'd, I'd say more than half the amount of people that we come across whilst we're out on our run move out your way they say hi they say good afternoon good morning whatever they're friendly you still get twats obviously that don't move we had a couple today that just didn't want to move um, but yeah, they didn't hear me say bell end. But there we go. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, 
yeah so it's it's nice to see a sense of community there coming back because we're, we're all in this together and i think that's something that people forget i know i i've i've spoken to a few people and they've gone oh this is this this is so boring oh, i haven't got anything to do and woe is me but at the end of the day we're all in this together we've all got the same problem that we can't see the people that we love we can't see the people that we want to go out with and have a good time and go drinking and stuff like that it sucks but it's not really much to ask is it just to stay inside for a bit just until this all calms down so i think we all need to just take a chill pill realize that we're not in the worst situation in the world we could be um, speaking as a a fairly well-off uk resident we could be in a hell of a lot worse of a state say for example i could be in a third world country right now and i might not have as much money as i do i might not even have a house you know i might i might be thinking oh when's the next meal coming along but i i'm not and i'm thankful for that and it's this time that's really shown me what is actually important to me and i'd recommend everybody do the same have a real think about what's important because at the end of the day we've still all got internet we've still got the ability to skype people we've still got the ability to ring people up to message people to send each other stupid memes on the internet to make each other laugh we've still got that sense of connection and that's what is important right now because we might not feel like we can connect with people personally but you know this is the best that we can do and the fact that we can still do it is brilliant so never take that for granted so there are some of the things that i've noticed myself and obviously they're not going to be covered in the news um because they're personal to me but these are some of the things that i've found on the internet so whilst we're on the topic of thanking people um there's been an array of countries showing their support all around the world one of them brazil lit up their big statue of jesus uh i can't remember that what that one's called christ the redeemer i think and they lit that up and it had all the country's flags all over it and at the bottom of the statue it had the word thank you i don't know what language it was in doesn't matter does it really but that's a nice touch so that's that i didn't hear about that in the news i had to search for that so there you go there's, there's one um one thing i did discover just quickly whilst i think of it was that by delving into the corners of the internet i find that if you really want to you can have your faith in humanity restored i find i know that um a lot of the time because we're always subjected to bad news on the news <laughs> um generally we tend to think that people are arseholes and there's, there's hardly any good in the world anymore and what oh, what happened to the good old days and all that but i find or at least i found that by actually looking for this and looking for good stuff then you find some really really nice stories and some really sort of it just warms your heart to realize that there are good people out there still and 
it's just so sad that they don't report on that. They they always highlight the bad stuff. And it really grinds my gears, to quote Family Guy. But, you know, not everyone's a total bastard is what I'm trying to say because I found some cracking examples of uh, people being really nice to each other. So there was this woman in America, for example, who had an elderly neighbour and she would get her dog to deliver the shopping to the elderly neighbour because the elderly neighbour loved the dog so she'd get, you know, a free play with the dog and she'd get her shopping because she wasn't able to go and get it herself. So a simple acts of kindness like that that really show that people actually do care and not everything is doom and gloom. And that's only a small example. So there was another one um, that I read about a man called Tom Moore who deserves a massive shout-out because this is just amazing, really. And he's 99 year old. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's 99 years old. He's a World War Two veteran, right? And he completed 100 laps of his garden in Bedfordshire with his walking frame, right? Now, he had a £1,000 target, and he absolutely smashed it, right? He smashed it out of the park, and he raised £1.4 million. That is crazy. And he was so overjoyed with this. And uh, The money was for the NHS, by the way. I didn't say. And he was so overjoyed by this that he said, I'm going to do another 100. Just like that. <laughs> you think he's going to be 100 soon, and he's just done that. That's amazing. There was a guy called Joe Wicks uh, who became the nation's PE teacher. So for all the kids that aren't at school at the moment, my little brother isn't at school, he still had to do schoolwork. Occasionally he's on the Easter holidays now, but... Um, you know, Joe Wicks has come forward and he said, you know what, let's all do PE together. Let's all let's all work out. So kids are getting ripped across the nation. Uh, they're all looking pretty buff. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just a nice sentiment just to say, you know what, let's all get fit together. And that's a nice sense of community there, I think. There's also been numerous celebrities that have donated large amounts of their own money to help combat the virus, which is pretty good, really, as far as celebrities go, because some of them can be a bit stingy. But I find that this is, you know, a darn sight better than some of them telling you to stay home when they've got a mansion or something. And they're like, oh, yeah, stay home. It's not too bad. Look at me in my expensive swimming pool with my gold peacock <laughs> is that something celebrities have I don't know anyway so <clears throat> there was another one I read that was quite touching I suppose it was about this doctor uh, who realised that his patients were looking really really uneasy in his ER which understandable at this time of, in life um, but he said, you know, I was really annoyed because I couldn't smile at these patients because I had all my protective equipment on 
which was obviously a face mask and big helmet and stuff. So what he did was he printed off a laminated picture of himself smiling and stuck it to his uniform so that all the patients could see, including children, could see him smiling just to reassure them a little bit that, you know, it is a guy under this massive tented uniform and it's not as scary as it looks, you know. And I think that's really nice. And he said, um, I've got the quote here. A reassuring smile makes a big difference to a scared patient. And I think he's right. So another thing that I found, which was pretty cool, to be honest. Uh, you know, I think so anyway. Uh, was that there's been reports of quite a few people over the age of 100 recovering from the virus. Which you don't really hear about that much. So in Oregon, apparently, there was a World War II veteran who, I'm probably going to butcher this pronunciation, but William Lapshi, and he celebrated his 104th birthday this week. And he recently made a recovery from the virus. So congratulations to him. Uh, in Genoa, Italy, a 102-year-old woman survived the illness, according to reports. And in Iran, a 103-year-old woman also reportedly made a recovery after spending a week in hospital. I think if they can recover from it, people who are darn sight healthier than 103, 104, 102-year-old people are, definitely can. You know, um, so fair play to those guys. I also heard about Formula One. Their engineers have been making breathing aids for the NHS, which, you know, fair play to them. I suppose there's not really that much racing going on at the moment, so might as well make use of their engineers somehow. Not saying that they're not doing anything any other time, but, you know, I'm not a racing fan, so don't quote me on the logistics. London apparently had booked 300 hotel rooms, for the homeless to self-isolate, which I thought was really nice. Um, obviously, people are going to moan, aren't they? People always do. They'll be like, oh, well, why can't they do something else? Why can't they help everybody? You can't help, you can't please everyone. So just shut up. <laughs> people are going to hate me after this. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, Holby City and Casualty uh, have donated their protective clothing to the NHS, which, you know, I didn't even consider that as something that you could do. You know, I, I look at Holby City or Casualty, I don't personally watch them, but thinking about them, you just think, oh, they're props, they're not real equipment, that's all what I always think anyway. But apparently, I'm wrong. Not the first time. On a larger scale, um, I read some things that says... You know, we've we've all <laughs> we've all seen the memes that say, you know, oh my god, you can see, you know, I saw one oh, what was it the other day? It said, If you look up in the sky you can see the universal logo now, you know, like in front of the film. <laughs> and uh you've got ones like uh you know, the water has cleared up so much now that uh Leopleurodons have started coming back from the Triassic period period or whatever. I'm I'm not a, you know, paleontologist. Don't quote me on that either. But 
it says here, the earth has begun to heal itself after we damaged it with pollution. So the air pollution levels have dropped since cars and planes are being used less and less, which is brilliant. Uh, according to the BBC, some cities in the UK have seen a decrease of up to 60% in nitrogen dioxide than this time last year. It just goes to show that with less traffic on the roads, we can have cleaner air. Now, I'm hoping that before this is all over, we take some sort of lesson from this where we can learn and say, oh, you know, this is what we need to do to improve the environment and stop it before it becomes too big a problem. But that might be wishful thinking. Who knows? The future is unwritten. We shall see. But personally, I don't think we're going to learn from this. I hope we do, but I don't think we will. Because we're humans, and we suck. But anyway, <clears throat> Venice's canals have cleaned up. And they're the cleanest they've been in 60 years, thanks to the lockdown. Now, I can relate to this because I've got a pond at where I work. And all the shit that is in there from where the fish have been swimming about and leaves have dropped in and started to rot down and stuff. If there's any movement at all in the water, it just clouds up and it fills the entire pond and it looks like this murky crap. So... What has happened is obviously all of it's just dropped to the bottom because the boats aren't floating about on it, uh, which is a good thing, I suppose, for now. But as soon as there's any sort of um, vehicle going over it, then it's just going to kick it all up again. So I don't really see that as much of a positive. Probably shouldn't be saying that on an episode to do with the positives. But, you know, take it as you will. Um, animals have started wandering around in areas that would usually be full of people, such as goats in Clandudno in Wales and deer in Harold Hill in East London. That just makes me think of Harry Hill. I've never noticed that before. Anyway, so there was even sightings of pumas in South Carolina, which was pretty cool. I also read that the population of the African black rhino has started to rise. And there's been reports of the giant blue whale doing the same, which is always nice because, you know, whales are one of those things, one of those creatures that are unfortunately hunted. And I've never actually heard of the giant blue whale before. I've heard of blue whales, never heard of a giant blue whale I don't know whether there's a difference on that, um, so don't hate me if I've got that wrong. But it's just unfortunate that we go out there and hunt these things until they're endangered and stuff. So it's nice to see that things are starting to come back up and look a bit more positive. And this one, right, this one I thought was really cool, mainly because I'm a nerd and, yeah... Um, so the first cheetah cubs were born via in vitro fertilization in February. And I thought this was really cool because you think if we can do this with cheetah cubs, and for those of you who don't know what in vitro fertilization is, it's basically where you um, birth something outside of a womb. It's like you inject the sperm into a egg that is outside 
and so you you grow it basically in a petri dish or something yeah um i was completely wrong there this is future alex just editing the podcast i just looked up what in vitro fertilization is just to be sure because i was pretty sure i got it wrong um and it is one of the several techniques available to help people with fertility problems having a baby during ivf an egg is removed from the woman's ovaries and fertilized with sperm in a laboratory the fertilized egg called an embryo is then returned to the woman's womb to grow and develop so it's not grown in a petri dish or a petri dish or whatever the fuck i called it I was completely wrong and a complete idiot, so disregard that. Anyway, back to the podcast. So obviously, um, even though the coronavirus has taken over 99% of the headline news at the moment, which, you know, understandable, just a shame that it's all shit. Um, Even though that's happening, other stuff is still going on. Um, around the world people are working from home so businesses are still running Uh, essential workers are still working and you know the world is still spinning so I've tried to find some things that aren't related to the virus to give us all a little bit of a rest from just hearing that word to be honest because I don't know about you but I'm bloody sick of it coronaviruses coronavirus shut up does my bloody head in but anyway, so here's a few things. I've only got a couple of um, points here and then I'll end this episode because I, I found a few and I thought, oh yeah, that'll take me a while to read. And then I read through it and there's not actually that much in this episode, but I'll get to that in a minute. So a new system called HAL, uh, which stands for Hybrid Assistive Limb, has been tested in Japan to help combat paralysis in humans. So this should be cool because I don't know about you, but I've always fancied having a go in a, like an exoskeleton suit and you know <clears throat> what well, I want to be Iron Man. Anyway, um it was created by a <laughs> it was created by a Japanese roboticist. Thank God I said that right. Called and this is where I'm going to say this wrong. Yoshiyuki Sankai. I'm so sorry if I butchered that, but I don't think I did. And apparently, the limb uses brain waves to control the exoskeleton limb. So, that's fucking cool, in my opinion. But that's just the science geek coming out of me. I'm like, oh my god, that's a sci-fi idea right there. The fact that they can use brain waves. Mental. Quite literally. Um... It will hopefully be able to help people suffering with paralysis and it will hopefully help the elderly, which obviously Japan has a growing number of elderly people in. Um, And I read somewhere that it was meant to be estimated that they'd have 2 billion elderly or something. That seems mentally high. I don't know whether that's right. We'll say it is, because I'm a genius. Um... So, another thing that I found, which was pretty cool, uh, scientists have discovered an enzyme that allows plastic bottles to be fully recycled in hours, and they usually take a lot longer than that, obviously, 
which is why it's news. Um, they had discovered the enzyme in the middle of a compost heap of leaves, weirdly enough. One of the things that I am quite strict about myself is recycling because my mum gets on my back if I don't put the right things in the right boxes sometimes and I've put a lot of cardboard and paper in the bin once and I oh god she ripped me a new asshole but anyway so recycling is something that I'm now sort of half passionate about you know I, I, I want to be able to say I'm doing my bit for the earth because you know that's the right thing to do that makes you a decent person trying to help the thing that we're living on because if you don't then no wonder shit's getting worse you know but anyway uh the company carbios it's called that discovered the enzyme have paired up with pepsi and l'oreal to accelerate production so hopefully when they start producing this plastic bottle it will cost a little bit more because it's better grade plastic that recycles quicker which makes sense but it will be worth it when it comes out that's what i think uh one general point is that it's now spring i didn't really have to look this up you know it's common knowledge i suppose but you look out your window now and you've got nice trees coming up and the weather's lovely which is fucking oh god that's one thing that really annoyed me was that the weather is the best it's been in about a year for me um i'm outside in all weathers all the time and 90 percent of the time it's either rainy or it's really windy and i don't like that but you just have to lump it because we live in the uk but now we've had a good week or so of hot weather and it's been lovely and it's blue skies every day i've been out in the garden trying to fix up the uh, grass and getting all the weeds out of the patio you don't care um but <laughs> you know it, it's just really annoying that we're now on lockdown and we can't go out and enjoy this sunshine well some of us can but the people that are going out into parks and not you know sticking by the guidelines and the rules set by the government you're a cunt but anyway it's just annoying because i i'm going out for a run obviously now as i said which allows me to enjoy the sunshine a bit better so i'd recommend that you know even if you're if you're not a running type go for a walk there's nothing stopping you from going outside just for an hour or so a day just go for a walk just go for a run or whatever you you do backflips if you want whatever floats your boat get out there enjoy the sunshine while it lasts because i guarantee you as soon as we're out of this bloody lockdown there'll be hailstorms tornadoes even though we don't get them here there'll be it'll be raining cats and oh you know it's true so i've also read uh that and this is the last point here so i don't know how much people that are listening know about the great barrier reef but obviously it's not in the best situation at the moment it's it's eroding itself it's dying off it's it's having something done to it called bleaching which isn't good and it's 
one of the most important um, habitats and uh, organisms. There's a word for that, and I can't think of it. Well, I can't think of it, but it's one of the most important um, sort of things on the planet because it houses a hell of a lot of creatures, big and small. I'm not going to sing that. Um, <laughs> but it's in serious need of some care and attention. But because we can't see it, because it's underwater, not a lot of people really give two hoots about it, which is really sad. Um, I'm sure David Attenborough... Sorry, Sir David Attenborough has mentioned this many a times on many of his nature things but he's not wrong he kind of knows what he's on about i think but so here this is the good thing some people in queensland in australia have started looking into crossbreeding coral so that they can withstand higher temperatures which obviously means as the oceans are warming up thanks to us um you know, these coral will be able to withstand the warmer temperatures of the ocean, which will help to protect the Great Barrier Reef. And I think that's really cool. Because you don't really... It's not something I'd considered, you know, cross-breeding coral. Might just be me, I might just be completely stupid. But that's another episode, I think. Yeah, so that's pretty... Well, that, that is that is it for the good things that I've included on this episode. I think I'll uh, summarise this episode by just saying, you know, it's it's no wonder that we have this big mental health issue at the moment. It's, it's all over the news, people going, oh my God, you know, mental health is, is of the utmost importance. People should come forward, people should talk about their issues, and if you're feeling down see a counsellor, see a therapist, sort yourself out. It has become one of the most important issues of the 21st century. And, you know, as someone who has suffered somewhat with depression, I totally understand it. And it is a good thing to be aware of and a good thing to try and combat before it becomes too much of an issue. But it's no wonder we've got that when all we're subjected to is the shit and the bad news that is going on around the world. And it's obvious that good news doesn't sell. Nobody really cares enough to sit down in the evening and watch. I don't know how long the news is. I don't watch it personally because it's all crap. But 10 minutes or whatever of happy stories. Nobody wants to do that, obviously. Because nobody is, and the news isn't showing it. But they are showing all the negative stories and all the things that people go, Oh my god, I can't believe that happened. Which, yeah, I get that. There's an element of intrigue to someone being murdered or, um, you know, kidnapped. Or possible war going on, something like that. Bit of a jump. But at the same time, I think there should be some sort of balance to this it's not healthy to always hear negative stuff it make negative stuffs it makes people have a negative frame of mind i find you know 
as I was saying, it's no wonder we have this issue when all we can find is bad stuff. Because I've I've read several articles and pages in preparation for this podcast, and it they all started their pages as like, don't you get sick and tired of hearing all the crap and blah 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 blah? And I'm thinking, yes, yes I do. And then another one would be like, oh well, how about some good news for a change? And I mean. That's all very well, but why is that needed? Why are we so... (laughs) Why? Why can't we have good news? But anyway, um, what I'm trying to say is that just because all we hear is bad news, generally, doesn't mean that good news doesn't exist. You know, you can find it if you look for it. And I encourage people to do that. Just take five minutes, ten minutes out of your day. <laughs> what else are you doing at the moment? Let's be honest, if you're listening to this. Um, but just take a, f- a few minutes out of your day to find some good news. Just remind yourself that everything's going to be all right. Not everything is as bad as they make it out to be. Especially... In this case, I read up, um, I read up on the amount of cases around the world, just for that little intro bit there at the start, and it said, where was it? It said two million and twenty-three thousand six hundred and sixty-three cases worldwide. Nobody ever really tells you how many people have recovered from the virus, do they? So, for example, worldwide, there's been 132,276 deaths. Take a guess how many have recovered. 507,330. So, yeah... Why don't they tell us that? Why don't they just go, yeah, there's a little bit of bad news here. A lot of people are dying, which is really sad. I know I didn't really sound like I meant that, but I do. Um, but there are people recovering. Just just slip that in. Just tell us. We shouldn't have to look at this ourselves. It, the media should be telling us what is happening. So, I mean, it's not all doom and gloom. That's my main point. And I think that even though we've been told to social distance ourselves from others, I think that we've become closer together as a community, as countries, even as a world, you know. And I think that's a nice thing. I think it shows the the human side of humans. That is a t-shirt right there. You should have... Somebody print that. <laughs> um, but yes, so that's pretty much all I was going to talk about. The amazing thing is, and this is quite important actually, is that even though I've come to the end of this episode and I've said all the points that I was going to say, there are so many more 
I could have said. One page had more points on it than I've read out today. So I could easily make this into a series if I really wanted to. And I think that that's important to know because just as there's an unlimited amount of shit, I feel like there's an unlimited amount of good stuff as well. It's just harder to find. So if you guys wanted to hear another however long this episode has been, 30 odd minutes I'd say, of me just talking about some good stuff for a change, then let me know. Message me on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, you know, because I could do this again, seeing as I, we don't know how long this lockdown is going to last, so I could easily do another episode. Wouldn't be a problem for me. I'd be happy to deliver that if you guys really wanted it. If not, that's totally fine as well. We can move on to the next thing. I've got plenty more ideas for future episodes. I'm really hoping, to be honest, not that I don't want to do another episode, but I'm really hoping that this lockdown ends sooner rather than later, because I want to see my friends, obviously. I want to get back together with Josh and Dave, and hopefully get some more proper episodes done for you guys, and for us as well, because we enjoy it. But I hope that all of you are healthy, you're all staying home, staying safe, staying alive. That was a poor joke. Ugh. Um, but yeah, don't leave the house unless you really have to. And, you know, to quote the saying, stay home, stay safe, protect the NHS. Which I think is fair. So yeah, quick one before you go. If you could be an absolute darling, <laughs> uh, could you possibly leave us a little review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever? Wherever you leave your reviews, that would mean a great deal to me and the fellas because it just helps other people find our podcast and it helps us to grow and realise what could do with improving and you know it's just nice to hear people's feedback and it it's nice to know that people are listening and taking on board what we're saying you can do that you can also tell your friends about us the more the merrier you know we want to get a good audience behind this we want to feel like we're with people are listening and so far what we've had so far um is is brilliant we know we've we've got a good set of people listening to us and the activity that we've had upon posting our updates and um all of that sort of stuff has been brilliant so thank you to everybody so far uh, i know that these aren't easy times and there's a lot of other stuff you probably want to be doing than listening to a podcast maybe i mean it this is fucking fantastic podcast so i don't know what you're playing at but we are available on many more sites than the one that you're listening on whatever that may be we're on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify uh all your podcasting apps iHeartRadio, i believe um more but i can't think of them <laughs> not got the list in front of me i am currently sitting in my room in shorts and 
Yeah, it's absolutely boiling hot in here. I don't know why it's so hot. We haven't got the radiator on. Bizarre. But anyway, that's uh, enough rambling from me. I feel like I've just been talking bollocks, to be honest. But that's what this podcast is. Well, hey, boodums. But anyway, I'm going to uh, say goodbye now. <laughs> that's uh, that's enough shit from me for one night. So yeah, let let us know what you want to hear more of and we'll be sure to do that so stay safe stay well and we'll see you in the next one goodbye guys <laughs>